Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on The Big Party Show on Good morning. This Action 3 News weather alert update is brought to you by Exarvin ARS Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Partly sunny skies, 47 expected for the high today. Tomorrow, windy but warm, 65 expected for the high. Right now, 31 degrees. Watch Jim Flowers and the weather alert team on Action 3 News. There's no safer place in a storm. Here's your traffic update with Cami Carlisle. Have an accident being cleaned up on the north side at southbound 56 approaching Sorensen. Be careful. Expect at least a slight delay. That's southbound 56 heading towards Sorensen. Out on the west side, we're seeing a heavy go, of course, eastbound Dodge Expressway. As you head towards Boys Town and 680, you stay busy on Dodge heading towards 90th. Interstates are busy, too, but no significant delays so far. If you're in a wreck, call Intertech. Intertech is Omaha's premier collision center with eight metro locations. Try their easy snapshot estimating. Go to intertechcollision.com for details and locations. I'm Cammie Carlisle. That's your traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Thank you, Cammie. Right now it's 7.07. Here are your news headlines. Well, today the community is going to be saying their final goodbyes to two brothers killed during a police standoff. It happened last Friday. Jason Edwards and John Edwards. They're going to be laid to rest this morning, 10 a.m. A gunman shot and killed them, causing a major standoff last Friday near 140th and Blondo. A memorial fund has been set up for the Edwards brothers' children. Uh, you can donate any Bank of the West or First Nebraska Educators Credit Union location. It was one of the guy's birthday on Friday. Hey, so it was Valentine's so Day he left the, he left this world on his birthday. Um, you know, they, 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 they said those negotiators were able to talk the guy into letting their sister go. Yeah. Thank goodness for that one. I mean, oh my gosh, what a heartache. So visitation was yesterday, the funeral's today, but the newspaper today, kind of interesting. They give you a little bit of a window into what went down at the visitation. And regardless of your faith, what you believe in, that is one thing that, that faith is a bedrock. It's times like these. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so they give a little bit of the, the speech the priest said yesterday, and it's pretty powerful. Oh, really? Oh. Well, Omaha's fallen officers, police officers, are going to be commemorated. There's a new memorial. It's coming to the Omaha area, Horses of Honor. It's a project that was announced yesterday by Mayor Gene Stothard and Police Chief Todd Smotter. It's going to include eight life-size statues of mounted patrol units, and it's going to commemorate fallen Omaha officers and uh, one canine statue in memory of a fallen canine officer. Statues are going to be created by area artists. They're going to be unveiled at Turner Park uh, on May 20th, and it's going to mark the one-year anniversary of the death of Officer Carrie Orozco. She was shot in the line of duty. And then a tribute concert and festival is going to take place at Turner Park on May 21st. Oh, really? Who's going to be performing? Do they know yet? Or I haven't heard the details. Okay. Um, but okay. uh, Governor Pete Ricketts and Nebraska's three congressmen are rolling out a task force to repair the runway at Offutt Air Force Base. 
chip cement cracks. They're big problems in the runway right now. And the governor says that Offit is vital to the state. It pumps more than a billion dollars into the local economy. Uh, Congressman Jeff Fortenberry says that the task force job is to provide oversight and partnership with the Defense Department so this crucial runway gets the repairs that it needs. And Omaha is adding more manpower to its pothole repair efforts. Uh, there are reports that the city's uh, Public Works Department is supplementing their repair crews with 20 workers from the Parks Department. There have been more than 1,200 reports of potholes in Omaha so far this month. And the mayor office says the addition of the park's workers to the pothole repair effort will allow the city's public works to send out three or four crews. And Hillary Clinton's daughter Chelsea is going to be in Omaha today campaigning for her mother. It's Get Out and Caucus with Chelsea Clinton. It's an event that's going to take place at the Four Sisters Boutique at 110th near Prairie Hills Drive. Doors open this afternoon at 3.30. Bill would come to town. That'd be exciting. I'd go listen to Bill. Oh, yeah. When is Ivanka going to come? Yes. (laughs) We need to have Come on. She's nine months pregnant. Oh. Is she? Yeah, nine I think months. She's nine months. It looks like she's really far along. I thought okay. they were saying she's going pop. So if both Ivanka and Chelsea are both expecting. How far oh, along are? is Chelsea? Mm-hmm. Chelsea's. Uh, she only announced a couple months ago. I want to say she's maybe five months, four or five months along. But she's she's expecting her second child, so she's out there campaigning for her mom. I think that would be a Please. hilarious, interesting visual to see of Chelsea and Ivanka up there. Both yes. of us. <laughs> Let those two debate. Pregnant lady debating. Yeah, yeah they would have a. I, I'd, I'd rather hear them out. Hormonal yes. debating. You know, you two Hormonal. both have a baby coming into this world. Yeah. You got skin in the game. Absolutely. Uh, the boss at Apple says he'll fight a judge's order to help the FBI get into a San Bernardino shooter's iPhone. CEO Tim Cook is telling Apple customers why in an open letter he's, published. He's going to help them? No, he says oh, he'll not. fight okay. a judge's order. Uh, so he is telling Apple's customers why in an open letter that published at Apple.com. The letter blasts the FBI, which wants Apple to remove the limit on the number of times a passcode can be tried before it just wipes the phone. Now, Cook says that that would require Apple to write code for a backdoor, which, once created, would then be open to abuse. Uh, the CEO of Apple says it isn't true that the government would use the tool only once and only on one phone. Uh, he says it could be used over and over on any number of devices. And I would think that since they made the phone, that they'd have some type of key anyway, just in case. Just no, that's why they no, didn't that's the do whole it. Thing. Wow, they because never they, did. If they did, then they, they would, they would be cracking it. everything. Yeah. Okay, which is what we ran into, like the Edward Snowden thing. Their theory was we want to stay out of it. We as corporate 100%. America don't want to be getting the government knocking on our door all the time, going open it up. Yep. There's a ticking okay. time bomb. They're saying well, that's the whole point of why we wrote code that's uncrackable. They're like, you guys can figure it out on your, on your own. So the way it goes, you, only, you can only try that password so many times. They want them to redo the code so a bot can just <laughs> light that phone up until it uh, cracks the code. Oh, wow. Otherwise, if only somebody out there could guess what Syed Farouk, maybe have they tried jihad? Have they tried one, two, three, four? Explosion. Password. I mean, if we could just Jihad. get that password, we could get in that phone. Yeah. Well, it's the password that we all have. It's the it's yeah. the it's the number code. Yeah. So it's it's a four digit or maybe more. I mean, it's does it four digits? Is it? I, I, I didn't know. So, yeah. I didn't know if you could make it longer. If I don't you know. Really mine's six. To. Yeah. Some phone. people have mine longer are all ones. Six now. They went from four to six. Ah, oh, mine's still four. I must have to do something. So uh, there, there's an unlimited, you know, I mean, there's quite a combination that you could have. And maybe they've already tried the one, two, three, four, five, six and found out that that have wasn't a one, two, it. one, two, three, four, five, six explosion. <laughs>
One, two, three, four, five, six, cover your face. <laughs> so, uh, along with water contaminated by lead, people in Flint, Michigan had the highest water bills in America last year. I mean... The hits just keep on coming. A recent study by a public interest group found that people in Flint paid an average of more than $850 a year for water. That's almost twice the national average and more than three times as much as people in Detroit pay. Maybe they're just paying for all that lead, all that extra lead that they're getting. Uh, the Westminster Kennel Club's top dog is beginning a media tour today. CJ, the German short hair pointer, was named best in show last night. Did you watch it? I didn't. Did I just saw it, the Jeff? highlights. No. Who the hell watches that? Who would watch that? You I know somebody it. who was there. Well, see, yeah, all right. Well, like, it was seriously, like, went with their mom. It was like, yeah, it was fun. I'm like, I don't I think it'd be can't. fun to be there in purpose, uh, in, per- in person. Otherwise, you only watch it if you had a stroke in front of the TV last night. <laughs> Nobody could <laughs> change oh, the oh, <laughs> oh, The German short hair, it was cute. I don't know if I've ever knew that that was what kind of dog that was. You know, you see him at the park or whatever. Um, it's three-year-old. Uh, German short hair beat nearly 3,000 other canine competitors to claim the top prize. Uh, his handler was so overcome with emotion that she dropped to her knees when her dog won. Um, what do they I, get now again? Do they Top honors and probably money. I'm probably sure. tons of money and, and then, endorsements of some sort, right? Right, like dog food, whatever. But then also, think about the breeding rights. I mean, ah, yes. That's a huge back end that these guys can make you know a lot of times with horses and any kind of award-winning animal you're like breeding costs uh the delicious parmesan cheese that you've been shaking onto your pasta and pizza may have wood in it a new report from bloomberg news finds that most store-bought grated cheeses contained an anti-clumping additive made from wood pump it's cellulose they use it uh, in almost all shaker cheeses it's as a way. It's just like yeah, a filler. Yeah, it's it's to keep it from clumping up. Okay. It's so, but they say it's acceptable in like two to four percent of the total product. So when they test it, if there's a small amount of cellulose, that's just what they use to make sure it doesn't turn into a big rock in your in in the container. But I guess Walmart stores, great value. They're 100 percent grated Parmesan cheese, registered nearly eight percent as opposed to the two percent it was supposed to have. Do you use Parmesan? I mean, do you use the real fresh stuff where you grate it up on your meal? No. I've got kids. Are you kidding me? We use the shaker all the time. They call it the wood shaker. Green cheese is what they call it. Do you ever find yourself standing in front of the fridge with the fridge door open, <laughs> hand eating out of the Parmesan cheese thing? That's a moment. Know. You're too the lazy gra- to go to the store, <laughs> so you're just eating the cheese. The grated cheese? Or like the shaker cheese? Um, Whatever cheese. Which cheese are you I'll eating? Get the, I, I, I'll get it. The get Parmesan cheese, I get it when shredded. it's in the, it's already shredded. I like the shredded myself. Not yeah. in the sh- I, I still have the shaker somewhere in the fridge, but I like to get me too. Like the it's a little fresher. Oh so yeah, for it me, is nice I have to get both. a whole chunk of par- Parmesan though. Just yes. cut it yourself. It's not that big of a deal. No, I no. like it when they do it in those restaurants. So. And then you can cook with the rind. The it's rind, so good. Yeah, if like you get, um, you know, how Parmesan's got the hard rind. They've got like the hard part that you can't. When I worked at a restaurant, we used to take the rind and you'd throw it in a soup. And you'd cook the soup, and it would add that extra, like it would get that salty, yummy. Yeah, like I would throw, so like the rind, it's just like the bones or something. You would throw it in in like a minestrone and just let it cook down for a couple hours, and then you'd fish it out or whatever. Oh, my gosh. I never realized it came in a rind. You know what I had for dinner last night? What'd you have? That sausage. Ooh, sausage. Party gave me a Omaha Steaks 
Sausage. Yeah. Which we made fun of what all kind? day. It was, it was a the charcuterie. How do you say that? Charcuterie? Yeah. Charcuterie? Was that it like was a pepper dinner. sausage? That really? was dinner. Was that a good dinner? Or I what? ate half of that thing with sliced uh, and then shaker cheese. cheese. No, no, no. <laughs> but I went I went to Walner's and got a thing of... Sweet. Because I knew I had that thing at home. I'm like, I think I'm going to get some... I'm going to do a cheese pairing with that. Look at you. And what that was, you drink that was the di- That was the meal. Oh, really? That's, That's a good meal. Ooh. Did you get a good hunk of like crusty bread? No. Nope. To go with it? No, nah, just, just crackers. Just crackers? Did, crackers? did you pair it with anything to drink, like a good beer or wine or anything? Uh, a little red, a little, little cab, nice. little vino. Did you, did you, what did vintner I, do you remember? Give just us the whatever full experience. Was, whatever you can get for <laughs> under $13 at Walmart. <laughs> there you go. Whatever bottle was it good? of bus oil. It was good, right? I, we it was really good. Yeah, she gave it to me. To, she got it for, for something, and she gave it uh, me, uh, me one, too, and Jeff, because she can't eat it, because it's... Not gluten free, but so I, we played with it and more sausages, played please. With yeah, we played with it, and put it in our pockets. It really did. We had it done. I had mine we down had the front fun. of my pants. Oh, gross! Then you crushing. ate it later. Well, no, it was in my front pocket. Yeah. So oh, okay. It was still, yeah. Okay, just to yeah, We were blown away by the fact this was the deal yesterday. We got off yeah. the air and I put the sausage in my pocket, and we were thinking <laughs> with Megan. Do people really do that? Has someone ever done that? The old stuff your pants with a sock or anything like that. Did oh people gosh, really no. ever do I'm that? Guessing. I don't ever remember being 14 or 15 and even fathoming <laughs> like doing thinking? that. We will take that call. Well, but I think people did. I don't know if that was just an old movie you know, bit. I think that's got to be a movie bit because, I mean, what happens when you get caught? I mean, a guy, like, a girl can stuff her bra because at no point during the day are you going to be like, oh, I'm going to have to take my bra off to go to the bathroom. Oh wait, you but guys I mean, actually stuff I mean, but did bras. your girl? Do you remember your girlfriend's stuffing? Yeah. I, I remember girls supposedly doing that, putting toilet paper in their bra. Sure. Absolutely. The, now so they they sell them the cutlets, the chicken cutlets, the yeah. little cellulose things that you can put in your bra. I mean, it is a product that you can buy. Yeah, I don't but, know about guys. I don't know. Is there a product out there that guys can stuff their? Pants that's when you get yeah. older, though. Uh, that's when you get older. A sausage from <laughs> Omaha Steaks. Yeah, it looks real. That's when you get older. Is that what you think? <laughs> Girls wear padded bras. Okay. I'm just saying, well, just padded ta- bras exist. We're just talking about when they're younger. Did you yes. stuff it with toilet paper? Not, I mean, because when you get older, I assume that people are spending money to do that. I don't remember yeah. personally stuffing my bra, but I knew girls who stuffed their bra. Yeah, girlfriend uh, yes. at all times. Absolutely. Fill out a sweater nicely. I mean, you, no guy was ever going to touch your, I mean, you were in high school. You, I guess you're you right. Ran uh, the, you didn't run the risk of we some were, guy finding out. We were Catholic out. kids. It was yeah. like, these girls weren't. <laughs> they weren't going to. The rubber wasn't going to hit the road until college. <laughs> yeah, you weren't going to find out that that was stuffed at the end of the night. There was no, there was no fear of being exposed. Um, I don't think it should be a, a, a bad thing to stuff your pants. Um, oh, I think it's weird. <laughs> I think it's so I mean, weird. Just doing it as a gag <laughs> seemed <mean>. obscene. <laughs> yes, it did. I mean, I'm like, I, I can't even fathom. I mean, all, all you can only do it as a gag. I think it would be hilarious if you did it with like a buddy. I think you'd have to actually have a female friend there to vouch. Right. That, he's that you're not goofing. really a creep. Right. But then being in the produce uh-huh. aisle at the grocery store, like I think you'd have to go hang out by the cucumbers. Oh, and fondle the cucumbers this, or whatever. You just you've got just so a, gross. a trout uh, a trouser arm. <laughs> just a, a minute, like, oh my good lord! You know you know how to tell uh, if a if a uh, a cucumber is uh, ripe, don't you, Molly? Mm-mm, how you rub it up on your cheek? <laughs> really? Is that what you do? So, like, if I go to the store, will you just be rubbing produce all over yourself? Uh, yeah, I do. That. Like, say that so people do it. That's what you do. You rub it up on the cheek. Whatever. I, I just love the fact that you're like, purchase. what? You better know, because I feel like you've committed. And, and grapefruit? You know what you do there? Mm. So a lot of people 
do that. What you do is you take two like firm ones and you just put them on your chin. <laughs> he's now just. <laughs> I know he's picking himself. Dad's having fun. Yeah, Dad's like playing, <laughs> his, playing with his food, making a mess over there. <laughs> oh, brother! <laughs> Scaring anyone from ever wanting to eat anything that you offer them. Congratulations! That is your news uh, update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel ninety four. Did you ever do that? You wander around in the produce aisle, and it's got so much mm. promise. Oh, it does for healthy food. Oh, it does. You I know. know. It's tough, man. And you're like, I should just hang here. Yeah. And just make something out of this. Yeah. And then you wind up going buying some meat. Oh, meat. You start picking up the vices. Barbecue sauce. I got in trouble last night for what I made for dinner, and it was so frustrating. Maybe we should chat about that next. All right. They're so funny. Love you guys. Last night, I decided to make something different for dinner. I made uh, shepherd's pie, which I don't think is that weird. I mean, it's basically ground beef. Like meatloaf. Like mashed potatoes. Pan. It's not poop in a pan. It's, it's, it's stuff like that. You're not helping. You're not helping. Okay. All right. Um, so it's like ground beef, and it's got onions and carrots and peas and stuff like that, and you mix it all together, and then you top it with baked potatoes. I mean, uh, you to- top it with mashed potatoes and bake it in the oven. And, I mean, you would have thought that I was trying to poison my family. Like, even my husband, I was like, could you please? Like, he wouldn't even try it. He was like, no. Just just no. It seemed like a little bit of a, a reach, right? I mean, did, Why need, a- did anybody request it? No, I, I wanted to try something new. I just wanted to try something different, just to break out of the rut. I figured everybody loves mashed potatoes. Everybody loves ground beef. Who doesn't love two great tastes that taste great together? Well, I really like shepherd's it? pie. I mean, what else is in it? I okay, mean, so it... like you, you brown the meat. I mean, is there like a sauce in it or something? Well, the or? sauce is like, it's like beef stock okay. and Worcestershire and um, and like thyme and tomato paste. I mean, nothing okay. creepy, like nothing weird. Like it's almost like a sloppy joe or something, but then you have like vegetables and stuff in it and then you top it with cheesy mashed potatoes and bake it in the oven for half an hour. I thought, bam, easy. Well, so maybe it didn't go over well. Or she got the recipe right? Nobody tried it. Independent uh, taster? I tried it. I was the only one who ate it. Nobody would eat it. Like, like there were not even... left over then. Yes. Going to be eating shepherd's pie. (laughs) Anybody want to come over and have some shepherd's pie? Um, I'm going to make the kids eat it today. They're going to have to. Like, it's just... I, I can't have full out revolt every every time I try to make something new. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like this is just. You haven't tried the eat it or wear it thing. My, my, I would never get away from that table. My mother would not go. Okay, you eat this, and you know what? We'll try again tomorrow. But I'd get slapped across the face if I did that. And I the would only have food you I can sit and eat. I can remember that you should cause problems was uh, meatloaf. Yeah, that's what you said. That saying was a yeah. eat it or wear it moment. You know, Which, we've had uh, Re- we've had now. Rebecca Rosen on many times. She's the psychic medium. Yeah. So um, we, I lined up a one-on-one um, interview with my mom and Rebecca Rosen. This is years ago, like yeah. for her birthday. Mm-hmm. We got it, and um, in the middle of the reading, Rebecca Rosen says to my mom, and she's my dad passed away, and she's apparently speaking for my dad. She recalls when when you cooked shepherd's pie. Yeah, for for your husband, and then I heard the tape because they give you a recording. I okay. Re- Rebecca gave me the recording to give to my mom, and th- right after she says it, Rebecca R- Rosen goes, "I don't think I've ever said those words before." 
Shepherd's like Rebecca pie. Rosa really? didn't know what shepherd's pie was. Okay. She goes, you made him shepherd's pie? She said it really weird, too. And then my mom started laughing, and I guess it was this rando request. Yeah, this is like when they were a young couple. He had asked her to make him shepherd's pie. He requested it, and my mom made shepherd's pie. But Rebecca Rosen goes, I've never even said those words before. And that's about the only time pie. I've ever heard of shepherd's pie. Really? It seems like a very obscure thing. Yeah, it just it's... seems like you throw a bunch of stuff leftovers in, in, into a pot and put a top on it. It seems to me like it's meatloaf made. with vegetables and mashed potatoes. Kind of. It's pub food. It's one of my favorite things. Like, if you go to pubs in England and Ireland and stuff like that, like, uh, traditionally, it's made with ground lamb, mm. but I don't. I, I make it with ground beef, because I know that lamb is not uh, going to go over well with this crew, and I, that's fine. But, I mean, I thought ground beef, carrots, potatoes, I mean, I get it. It's got peas in it, which is also, like, a red flag for anyone in my family. But at the same time, I'm like, come on, guys. Like, really? Peas in the middle of meat have a texture problem. They you know, taste really? well. They taste good. There's nothing wrong with the flavor, but it's a texture. It is a texture. Because you're eating meat, and all of a sudden you get, you get to a, a pea, and it pops, and it's like, what was that, oh, a bug okay. in there? Yeah. That's Same thing. Your mind can yeah. wander. It's sort of a child brain doesn't handle that well. <laughs> That's so funny. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hi. Talk Jennifer. to us. What's up? What's going on? Hey, um, Molly, I'm with you on the shepherd's pie. My mom made a variation of it every year for our birthday dinner. We requested it. Really? It was something that we loved as kids, and even still when we visit my mom, it's something that she's like, I'll make you guys, we call it hamburger pie, uh-huh. and it's something she makes for us because nobody in our respective families now, we're both grown up and married, will touch it with a 10-foot pole. Why? So when us girls go home to visit my mom, we always have hamburger pie, and she made it with blueberry muffins, and it was our favorite birthday meal. So I applaud you for trying. <laughs> we loved it as kids. It's great. But it doesn't work Thank now? You. you can't make it work now, huh? Oh, my, my husband's a world ticket feeder. He doesn't even like cheese. I wouldn't even try. Okay. <laughs> so it's hey. just one of those things that I loved it, though. So I'm with you, Molly. It's great. Okay. Well, All right. I, it well, was such a funny moment. Have dinner together or something. So and, last uh, night, it was such a funny moment because... Um, Peter came home and he's like, what's for dinner? I said, shepherd's pie. And he gives me this look. He's like, really? And I said, yes. And I said, and if you don't like that, there is curry cauliflower soup in the fridge. And there's also roasted red pepper coconut uh, milk soup in the fridge. And I roasted some broccoli. <laughs> and I mean, the look on his face was like, give me an option. Like, seriously, throw these me These were all like, real like, options. Yeah, these were all like... At Martha like, Stewart's house. Like, I was all very thrilled. Like, I had been very busy yesterday. I made two soups. I made the shepherd's pie. I roasted, I roasted broccoli. I mean, I made Hi, all Betty this... Crocker. No, it was just one of those days where I was like, I'm doing this. We need to have like a home cook. And, and he was not, he was not having any, any of the options. I found, I think he had like chips and dip and he found like maybe some, I, I don't even know what, like, I don't know what he ended up eating for dinner. Cause he's like, I, I, last I left him, I went to His go. His wife had failed him. I guess so. <laughs> I think so. Hello, who's this? This is Joy. Uh, hey, Joy, what's up? Hey, I was going to say there was an episode of Friends where Rachel tried to make shepherd's pie, but she got the cookbook pages stuck together, so she made half shepherd's pie and half a chocolate trifle. Oh, so that gross. was even more disgusting. Oh. So it was hamburger, and then it was peas and onions, and then it was chocolate and cool whip 
and everybody refused to eat it but Joey. So at least she didn't do that for dinner last night. Oh, Joey, there you go. <laughs> hey, thanks for calling. Joey would eat anything. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you need to do like a cooking Big article day. called Eat It or Wear It. Yeah, there you go. Eat it or wear it. And it's all of her food failings. Yes. Declan is at the age where it's eat it or wear it. Mara is just four, so she's really not at at a eat it or wear it you know, I mean, Stage yet. Yeah, yeah, I mean, our thing is, is like if you don't finish dinner, there's no dessert. And last night they were so excited to have their camp out that they didn't even care. Okay. Either where it supposedly yeah. doesn't work, but it seemed oh. like it worked for our generation. The yeah. fear is it could have made us fatties. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because it's all about control. Most of the thing is not the kids are finicky eaters. It's just a control thing. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I wore it one time, but that's it. Can someone please get every mop on campus? On Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel Channel 94.1. So I guess there are uh, um, repercussions for all of uh, Kanye West's Twitter drama. Uh, You know, he's been taking a Twitter uh, a lot lately, and some people have been wondering, how does his wife, Kim Kardashian West, really feel about it? And sources are saying that she's a supportive wife, but she is not a fan of these social media sagas. She keeps a level head about most of her husband's eccentric behavior. This is according to a source. But what causes friction in the marriage, however, is Kanye's compulsive tweeting. I guess Kim is said to she can't stand it. That she's all for self-promotion but doesn't approve of all of this Twitter drama. I feel like Twitter's mm. sort of finally settling down. There were it a is. lot more Twitter. Like your rank and file average person would get into these Twitter fights. And it seems like they've gone away a little bit. They're mainly about celebs will do it. Yes. But it's just, it's all the same forms of communication, just a different avenue. So Absolutely. Twitter battles have just become what used to be the comment page, which is still always spins out to idiocracy. Yeah. You know, you post something <laughs> and then somebody comments, it's stupid. And then, then it you ever notice people are all, they're fighting each other on your comments. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and rarely do those comments have anything to do with the content of what you originally posted. No. I think it's displaced anger. Well, fighting on her. So she hates that, huh? I guess she does. Um, I think everyone would. Kim was really, uh, really angry about uh, Kanye's Amber Rose drama. So much so that Kim went on to initiate that reconciliation with Amber Rose herself. That you know, remember they saw that Kim's a mom and wants to be a role model, and she doesn't want to be involved in ridiculous drama. That was the one where what it was? Was it Wiz Khalifa and Amber Rose talking about um, his? proclivities of letting started, the fingers do the walking. But it was, it, what wife wouldn't be? That was completely embarrassing. It's Absolutely. Your husband. Well, it started with Wiz Khalifa. He has this new line of marijuana. And I think uh, Kanye misunderstood that when Wiz, was, Wiz Khalifa was talking about this KK, that he wasn't talking about Kim Kardashian. He was talking about... And so his, Kanye launched his Khalifa's into this, Kush. Yeah, so Kanye launched into this whole thing, and then Amber jumped in, and then it became this whole, like, whoa, somebody enjoys... Um, you know, all sorts, what? <laughs> all sorts of behind the scenes backdoor fun in the bedroom and Kanye's yeah. like, I'm not interested in that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Molly, dirty mouth, dirty mind. So, uh yeah, Kanye is better what about keep Shepherd's it- pie. Shepherd's pie. Uh last uh, so the uh Grammys, it's all about the after parties. And Monday night apparently one of the big after parties to go to was Tyga's. And it was so exclusive that not even Sir Paul McCartney, Beck, 
or uh, one of the members of the Foo Fighters could be allowed inside. I TMZ. Saw, yeah, I saw that video. I couldn't quite tell what was going on. It's so I watched the video. TMZ shared the video, and the three of them are outside. They're waiting, and there's a bouncer who's like, "Hold up, you can't go in." And uh, and so Paul McCartney's got a, a you know a sense of humor about it. He's like, "Geez, how VP do we have to get? I guess we need another hit, guys." And so he was talking to Beck last year's album of the year winner uh foo fighters drummer taylor hawkins and it was sir paul mccartney and they were not allowed right. in to they're making a big deal out of it but most yeah. celebrities run into this there's capacity capacity is capacity and you we all know oh, you're you run right into about security that. security yeah. doesn't know who you are you know security guards are low level it's yeah. just a big dude who's like yo you can't come in mm-hmm. and how long do you make a scene i mean they got it, into their car and you they, move on. Yeah, they it, left. Because it looked like they had a full car, by the way, of people, too. Because it probably was a capacity thing. Yeah, I guess you just, I mean, it's one of those situations where it's like, oh, my gosh, you leave Sir Paul McCartney waiting on the doorstep. Like, at least let him walk inside. I don't well, know. That used to always happen at concerts, those outdoor festivals where uh, it's a series of bands all day. And artists would get beat up because they would go walk around in the crowd yeah, and yeah. then try and get backstage. There was somebody who was a headliner. Um, got beat up by security. Uh, when Green Day performed at Woodstock, during the performance, the guitarist jumped into the crowd playing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when he went to get in. back on stage, they they punched, knocked his teeth out. Oh my god! The security guard thought he was a fan. It's like, dude, I'm in <laughs> the band. I'm playing guitar right now. Big yeah. mistake. I mean, I'm saying you, we're dealing with low level. Yeah, Neanderthal mind. Yeah, and so much going on. So, all right. So, I guess it's it's become a bit of a thing. Really? Uh, that is your celebrity news update on almost number one hit music station, Channel ninety four one. Kanye West's rant Ooh. yesterday was about um, the price of textbooks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he had gone from ranting during the Grammys to basically the teachers don't get paid enough, school bucks are too expensive. I'm enjoying his tweets. I mean, it's just so interesting <laughs> you know, what comes out of his head. The Big Party Show. Wake it up. Wake up here. Wake up laughing.